afternoon. This is the 12 o'clock news on Latin Alt 88.5 HD3. I'm Christian Pineda with what's going on in Southern California and your world today. The Supreme Court is hearing cases by phone. Schools in Vietnam are reopening. And we've got your latest updates on the COVID-19 pandemic here in California. Let's kick things off with some local news. In Los Angeles County, the coronavirus cases have surged past 25,000. Officials have announced that there's another 791 confirmed cases, along with 21 more deaths today. County Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer says Los Angeles is mourning the loss of every COVID-19 death. She continues to urge the community to keep distancing, quarantining, wearing masks, and washing hands frequently. The homeless population has a confirmed 182 cases of coronavirus. Farrer also says there's been 526 cases in federal prisons, where five inmates have died. Orange County's coronavirus toll is now at 2,743 cases, with 52 deaths today, but no additional facilities. The number of people hospitalized with the virus dropped from 202 to 187. Authorities kept an eye out at county beaches over the weekend. A large number of people in Newport Beach and San Clemente went to the shore yesterday. Lifeguards had to point out to them that they they were violating Governor Newsom's order. Newport Beach spokesman John Pope says the lifeguards in Newport Beach asked about 2,700 people to vacate the beaches from Newport Pier to the Santa Ana Riverbed. The pandemic is giving people a lot of time to reflect on what's important in their lives. KCSN's Cindy Rodriguez talked to some of her friends recently about this. Timing has been the most uncertain part of this entire staying home order. I feel like a three-year-old asking her parents the how long and are we there yet type of questions every morning knowing I'm going to get the same answer. But I've done a lot of thinking because there is nothing else to do and have made a list of things I miss in hopes to remind myself one day of the things I should never take for granted once we get back to our normal in whatever form that looks like. For instance, I'm looking forward to being in coffee shops. I miss the good morning greetings, the sound of the espresso machines, the shaking of drinks, the mispronounced names. And yes, even the person in front of me with their long order for one hot coffee. But the biggest thing I miss is human interaction, especially with my friends. Three of us live in the same neighborhood, so a greeting from the sidewalk to the front door is the only way we could. So I call them up and ask them, what are they looking forward to the most once all of this is over? Adrian, who is currently quarantining with her puppy Zia, couldn't have said it better for our friendship. I really miss drinking and hanging out with my friends. Um, drinking at home alone with my dog is just not the same. It makes me feel really depressed. And yes, there's video chat, like using Zoom or Skype, like even FaceTime, but it's just not the same comfort. I feel more relaxed and peaceful having a friend to chat with. I also feel that it's good for our mental health to socialize and drink with other people. And that is definitely something I've missed. Diana, a sales representative at a bridal shop, says she misses all of her customers. As silly as this sounds, I really miss interacting with customers. I retype the nice ones, the chatty ones, the ones that are quiet and just there to get their things. And I really miss also calling back to our representatives, uh, getting the dresses in time or the suits in time. Just arguing back and forth to see if it's the right color or little things like that. And then there's Alexis. She's a clinical laboratory technician in San Diego and unfortunately isn't going to come home anytime soon. She misses something none of us saw coming. 
my parents snoring in the middle of the night because it sounds like they're having a conversation or a competition to see who could snore the loudest. Although this pandemic is completely out of our control, it certainly doesn't hurt to plan for what you're ready to do once it's all over. Because the day will come when this is all over. So call your friends. You might be surprised about what they say that they miss the most. For KCSN News, I'm Cindy Rodriguez. The Pasadena Tournament of Roses announced today a $100,000 donation to local COVID-19 relief efforts. The funds will be used to support nine Pasadena food providers for people in need, such as the Foothill Unity Center and Friends Indeed. Four meals for every one dollar are going to be provided. The Tournament of Roses has also begun providing lunches for Huntington Hospital Roses staffing, staffing the drive through testing site at the Rose Bowl Stadium. The LA Unified School District has announced the launch of an expanded effort to help educators master online instruction to help students better at home. Nearly all teachers have completed the training in basics of remote learning, and more than half signed up for an additional 30 hours of professional development. The superintendent says he hopes teachers can relay their talents online and engage students and their families in online learning. This is Desiree Leon Rosales with a coronavirus lifestyle update. With schools around California shutting down for the rest of the school year, many high school students might be having a difficult time with the transition to classes online. However, some enjoy the change and are excited. A Crescento Valley High School sophomore shares his thoughts. I do like that I am now doing online school. I think that I can now pace myself uh, however I like. And some of the bad things I think are that this is new to me. I'm not comfortable yet with it, but I'm getting there. This new transition not only impacts students, but also parents. Claudia Rosales shares her thoughts with school transitioning to all online. I'm glad that um, they canceled face-to-face education and that the district still choose uh, to continue school all online. Uh, because that way uh, my son is not missing out his school year. Although face-to-face school interaction is canceled for the remainder of the school year, the teachers, students, and parents are working hard together to help create a smoother process to this new learning experience. I'm Desiree Leon Rosales for KCSN News. This is Mark Dion with the Coronavirus Lifestyle Update. The coronavirus has caused a lot of financial strain for small businesses which does include food trucks. The president of the Grilled Cheese Truck, Justin Brill, says how the coronavirus affected his sales. It's actually hit us pretty hard. Uh, Generally, January, February, March uh, are a little bit slow for us. Um, April, it really starts to ramp up. We've had over 125 um, events and caterings that we had had scheduled cancel on us. Um, So it's been a huge impact. Brill believes there is an advantage of being a food truck which is helping his company through these rough times. We've had a lot of success going to different neighborhoods where they've requested us, whereas if you are brick and mortar, you're kind of stationary, you're not really able to do so. The grilled cheese truck serves people at its receded location and wherever its food truck goes. To find out the locations, follow them on Twitter. This is Mark Dion with KCSN News. For the first time in American history, the Supreme Court is hearing cases not in person, but through a, through a conference call. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. All persons having business before the Honorable, the Supreme Court of the United States, are admonished to give their attention, for the court is now sitting. God save the United States and this Honorable Court. 
Justices will be scheduled on a conference call with lawyers and members of the court on the line as well. Due to the pandemic, cases set for March and April were postponed to a later date. In today's case, the court will decide on whether a company is able to get a federal trademark for their website. A hotel reservation website called Booking.com says a federal trademark should be available to companies if consumers are thinking of it as a brand name. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg says a website alone isn't enough to make a name trademarked. First question is, if you're right, that .com doesn't make a generic term uh, non-generic. How many marks, already registered marks, would be subject to cancellation? 75% of people in a survey considered Booking.com to be a distinct brand name. The Justice Department believes that this should not be allowed. Funeral homes in Brooklyn, New York, are getting double the calls. They're saying they've run out of space for bodies that were supposed to be cremated. Mayor Bill de Blasio says that it is a horrible situation and disrespectful to the families for their loved ones to be put in trucks with ice. Because of this, the Andrew T. Cleckley Funeral Home has had its license suspended by the New York State Department of Health. The funeral home owner declined to comment on the matter. New York funeral homes are still testing, ma taking major precautions and only doing business over the phone or online. The pandemic has hit everyone hard, but in New York, the homeless population is feeling it hardest. KCSN reporter Chloe Hooper has the story. For the homeless in New York City, their situation is getting even tougher than it was before. With the line wrapped around the block, nearly 300 homeless people will be getting their first meal of the day. More than 650 cases and more than 50 COVID-19 related deaths have been reported by the Department of Homeless Services. With restaurants, coffee shops, and even restrooms at Grand Central Station closed, it is even harder for the homeless to find a place to use the bathroom. The Department of Homeless Services is trying their best to decrease the spread of the virus in shelters by moving adults into single rooms with one bed instead of two. A bill is also being pushed by the city council to require individual rooms for all 17,000 adults. I'm Chloe Hooper, reporting for KCSN News. There have been fraudulent tests thrown backlash to the FDA. KCSN reporter Sarah Mia has more on the story. U.S. regulators are taking back a decision of allowing scores of coronavirus tests onto the market without checking to see if they work. The Food and Drug Administration took action since some sellers have made false claims about tests and accuracy. Now, companies will have to show their tests work or risk having them pulled from the market. Due to rising pressure and increasing testing options, the FDA is allowing companies to begin selling tests as long as they reveal their plans and give a disclaimer that they're not FDA approved. The policy is set to allow flexibility. FDA Deputy Commissioner Dr. Inaz Shah says flexibility never meant that they would allow fraud. Shah also says there are fraudulent test kits using the pandemic as a chance to take advantage of consumers. The revised policy followed weeks of criticism from doctors, lab specialists, and members of Congress, saying the FDA's lack of oversight created a wild west of unregulated tests. I'm Sarah Mio for KCSN News. A Georgia man was killed two months ago while jogging. Ahmed Arbery was chased, shot, and killed, and his family is calling for justice. Arbery was jogging in a Brunswick neighborhood while a man and his son chased him down. They told the police that they assumed he was the suspect in a series of recent break-ins in the area.
Arbery's mother, Wanda Cooper, was told her son was involved in a burglary. Cooper says she was not harmed. She, he was not armed, and she didn't worry about him jogging because he wasn't bothering anyone. There have been no charges against the father, a former police officer, Gregory Michael McMichael, and his son Travis. CNN reached out to McMichael, but he won't be commenting since he's under investigation. Students across Vietnam started returning to their classrooms today after closures due to the coronavirus pandemic. A sixth grade student from Hanoi says she is very excited to go back to school and to be able to be with her teachers and classmates after three months. Students are required to wear masks, among other measures, to minimize the spread of the virus, such as using hand sanitizer and being scanned for temperatures at the gate when they enter the school. Vietnam has confirmed only 271 coronavirus cases, and the Asian country has not reported any new COVID-19 cases for nearly three weeks. All educational institutions in Vietnam were closed at the beginning of February, when the first cases were reported in in the country, and all learning was quickly moved online. 2020 wants you to add another thing to your long list of worries, a giant hornet that can kill humans if stung multiple times. Asian giant hornets, nicknamed murder hornets, have been spotted in the U.S. for the first time, specifically in Washington state. Beekeepers have reported piles of dead bees with their heads ripped off, an alarming sight in a country with a rapidly declining bee population. Scientists do not know how the world's largest hornets arrived there, but believe they may have been transported through international cargo. The Twilight series prequel will make its debut on August 4th. Stephanie Meyer's The Midnight Sun was announced on her website to be released. Meyer considered postponing the announcement, considering the situation we are in in amid the virus, but she figured it would be a good distraction for her fans. Today is Star Wars Day. Fans around the world are celebrating the hit series today, and it's not just them. Disney is getting in on the action, releasing Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker on Disney Plus a full two months early. Other fans are celebrating by streaming music from the series, or by remembering the late Carrie Fisher who passed away in 2016. So go online and celebrate in your favorite ways too. And of course, may the fourth be with you. In Southern California weather, it looks and feels like summer is here. That heat wave is going to keep on rolling this week with expected temperatures in the mid to upper 90s. Morning should still be around a crisp 60 degrees though. The skies are looking like nothing but sun as far as the forecast can see, so make sure to pack sunscreen if you're going outside. Today, we can look at temperatures inching up until they peak around 4, then bringing us down into the 70s in the evening. Right now, though, it's 80 degrees in Northridge and 76 degrees in LA. At 12.15, I'm Christian Pineda, back with more at 4 on Latin Alt 88.5 HD3.